Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome into the latest episode of the Five on the Floor podcast on the Five Reasons Sports Network. I'm Ethan Skolnick, and as always, our episode today is brought to you by the attorneys at Seltzer Mayberg. The attorneys at Seltzer Mayberg, you can find them at onecalllegal.com or call one 855 5,000 law. Seltzer Mayberg handles cases including but not limited to car accidents, slip and falls, and traffic tickets. They've got a special if you just mentioned five reasons. And they've got a new 15,000 square foot office that opens on I-95 in North Miami. We're actually working out of that office because you can come say hello too while you come say hello to them. They'll handle cases from all over the state, not just South Florida. Call now with 24-7 service for a free consultation. That's onecalllegal.com, one 855 5,000 law. All right, Ethan Skolnick here with Alf Sidney, and we're coming to you on Sunday morning. This is free agency day. I recommend you check out my latest column on fivereasonsports.com about Pat Riley and sort of the fight for one last shot at relevance and why I think he has to make the Jimmy Butler move if he can. We're going to talk about that and also everything else that's going on on Twitter. Try to get this out very quickly because we know things are going to change very quickly today. So, Alf, let's just start here. Any surprise for you that the Jimmy Butler thing has gotten so hot again? Uh, no surprise because we kind of we've we've seen this coming. Um, the surprise to me is that the Heat are the first meeting he's taking. Um, that it's going to happen in Miami, where the other meetings are happening in LA. Uh, I feel that's a really good sign that he's coming to your team. You know, uh, he's making that trip um, just to hear the pitch. I mean, because he, you know. He could have Pat fly out. He could have Spo fly out. But uh, he's made a point to be in Miami. He's been in Miami for a few days now, um, and he's he's um, he's here. And it's, it's I think it's easier for these guys to make these pitch when they have these guys in the building, man. And and you're right on the bay. <laughs> you're looking at Mickey's yacht. I mean, it's a it's a hard pitch to say no to. It's a lot easier to say it, you know, if you're in LA somewhere in a in a, in a conference room. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I thought that does matter. And I had some people on Twitter asking me, is it a bad sign that he's meeting with the Heat first? If you go through the history of these things, it doesn't really matter. Um, it, it, do, it doesn't make any difference. There are a lot of first meetings that are because that's where the person uh, really wants to be. And there's a lot of first meetings because they're just getting it out of the way because it's a favor to their agent or somebody else. And so I, I just wouldn't read that much into that stuff. I think what you're looking at here from this meeting perspective, and then we'll get into whether or not it makes sense and how it makes sense, is, you know, I wrote about Pat Riley, but a lot of this is about Eric Spolstra, to be honest. Um, if you go back and look at what happened during the Gordon Hayward and Kevin Durant pitches, Hayward and Durant 
from all accounts, were most impressed by Spolstra's presentation about how he would use them. For Durant, he came up with this whole program on how he would increase his efficiency the same way that the Heat did with LeBron. Uh, I know that he connected with Hayward in a very real way, and Spo is capable of doing that in those settings. And so, although it's Riley, it's Battier, it's it's you know obviously Andy, you know has to make the money work. It's Mickey, it's Nick. Uh, I really think that in this particular case, uh, and I'm sure Zoe will be involved in some way also. But it's it's a lot about Eric uh, because Eric, what, I, what they have to sell Jimmy Butler on is they have to sell Jimmy Butler that it's better to be a co-lead guy than it is to be a third wheel. And if he's in Philadelphia with the youth of those two players, even with the force of his personality, he's going to be the third wheel. If he goes to Houston, which I hear he does not want to go to, okay? Now, I've talked to people in Houston. He has friends in Houston. He has background in Houston. He's never claimed Houston as his home. Um, He's never said he really liked the city. I I don't really think that Houston is a real – I don't think it's – Those personalities, man. I can't see those personalities meshing at all. Well, I don't either. You already have a problem with the two of them. Right. You already have a problem with the two of them, according to, you know, our buddy Vinny Goodwill at Yahoo. And now, you know, it's not even Harden for me so much. It's Harden on the floor, but it's Chris Paul off the floor. Like, there's – I mean, I know the whole banana boat thing, and LeBron loves him, and Dwayne loves him, and Carmelo loves him. Nobody they else never had to play with him. him. Right. Nobody else seemed to love him. Anthony Davis <laughs> love him, right? Uh, but definitely DeAndre Jordan and Blake Griffin didn't love him. And, you know, I don't – both those guys can be difficult in their own way, but – and in Houston, it hasn't really worked with Harden. I, I just don't think I – mean, there's a lot of players around the league that don't like him. Steph doesn't like him. Uh, I, I mean, it doesn't seem like Lillard likes him very much. Like, I, I, don't, I don't get the sense he's a really popular guy. And he's also – it's not just that he's not a popular guy. He's a declining player who's not a popular guy. So, declining player, and, and he takes up a huge part of your cap, right? Right. So, right. you know, let's – I mean, he goes down with another half a year injury or more. Um, and then, okay, you decide to move on from him in another year. You can't. You right. can't get off of that contract. And so he's you're chirping, if you, and he's chirping in your ear, telling you what to do. Like I, I yeah, it's like, dude, you can't even get on the floor. Who are you talking to? Like, right, right. It's 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 um. I that's why I don't see. I mean, well, listen, if the money's there, they can make it happen. You know, I've seen we've seen Stranger Things, but I want to go back to what you were saying about Spoke because I said this on uh, Twitter today. I said these meetings aren't about Riley anymore. No, they're about Spolstra. And just like you were saying how uh, Kevin Durant was super impressed, Gordon Hayward was super impressed, it feels like now uh, in, today's, uh, in today's game, these guys want to know. They don't, want, they don't care about the rings on the table. I don't think they care about their jersey hanging in a locker or banners around the arena. I think they want to sit in front of a, in front of a TV. I, want, I think they want to see some video, and they want to be told, how are you going to make me better? And how are you going to maximize my potential? The, like these guys want to learn from Eric Spoelstra. How are you going to do for me what you did for LeBron James? Right? It's not the big show and all this stuff, all this free agency stuff. I think all that's out the window. These guys want to know how they can win. And what Spoelstra needs to explain to Jimmy, and somehow get him to to, to like you said to sign on to being a co uh, a co leading man. Is that hey we have you know Riley and Andy have to t- tell them the plan for the future how they're going to bring in other players but Spo needs to tell them okay on the floor this is what we're going to do we're going to extend your career we're gonna uh, we're we're gonna get you the numbers you want and we're gonna make you the best player possible and this it's like you remember when David when not David Lamarcus Aldridge went to the Lakers a couple of years ago mm-hmm. and he's like they they had they had no game plan yeah they had no plan 
yeah, they're showing him videos and showing him this and that and glitz and glamour. But what's the game plan? How are you going to make me better on the floor? That's what these guys want to hear about now. Yeah, he was more impressed with Riley telling him he could give him a mid-level exception for one year. And then <laughs> the Lakers he was for the Lakers giving him a max. I, I think it's really three-pronged. I think the most – I agree with you. I think the most important person right now is Spo. Uh, to tell him how he's going to be used. And, look, he's had nine months to plan this. Like, you know, he's had the length of a pregnancy term. Like, (laughs) I mean, this has been going on since September, October. Like, so there's no – I mean, Spoh's going to be prepared. Like, there's no – I mean, he's had nothing to do the last six weeks other than be with his wife and his baby. Like, And then walk Tyler Harrow around the the arena. So, I mean, they've been planning for this. No question about that. But, uh, to me, there's also two other people. Obviously – I think Riley is actually fourth in a way now because I think it's Spo. I think it's Andy, can you make the money work, which I think he can. And then I think it's Mickey slash Nick. Okay, are you going to spend? Like, you know, I mean, because I, I think players want to know that too. Like, if we build this thing, are you, are you going to spend what it takes to get the next guys? Now, Mickey has, for the most part, done that. You know my feelings about some decisions that were made during the Big Three era. I think that when you have a team like that, you pay whatever it takes, right? Like, yeah. And, and, you know, we can say, well, Mike Miller was done in two years. The year after, though, in Memphis, he played 82 games and shot 45% from three. Uh, Joel, Joel Anthony may not have been a core, core piece, but that angered the team. So I think that a decision has to be – I think it has to be made clear from ownership. Look, we're tired of being in the middle, okay? We will spend. We didn't want to spend last year, so we dumped Ryan Magruder on the last day. And, you know, and I understand their reasoning for that. And, and so, we, you know, we, we got rid of Ellington, and we had to get rid of the Tyler money to give ourselves more flexibility. So we did those kind of things. But if we have a team, we'll spend. He has to sell that. But it starts for me with Spo. It starts for me with a re-energized Spo. Spo has wanted this player. I have heard for a while that Spo has wanted this player more than Pat wanted this player, all right? They need a player, and now let's transition to whether or not it makes sense. They need a player, in my view, with edge right now. They need, they need somebody. They need, I'm calling Jimmy Butter, Butler. Maybe he's not a superstar, but he's the starter star. He's mm-hmm. the, the star who gets you the other star potentially. And I know there are people going to say, well, nobody's going to want to play with Jimmy because a lot of guys didn't want to play with Jimmy. Let's see what Jimmy does in this system. Let's see what Jimmy does as a lead guy, bringing along whoever it is, whether it's Jimmy. I also think that's BS. I, I think that's BS that guys don't want to play with Jimmy because you, you still hear the rumors about um, – uh, guys wanting Butler to come to the Clippers or go to the right. Nets, like it, that. I think it's be what I. I think you need strong personalities to deal with Jimmy. Um, people secure in you know. I don't think Andrew Wiggins and some of those young guys on the Timberwolves are very secure. I feel like the Sixers were able to. I mean, those guys know. You know, I mean, Embiid and Simmons know their stature, stature with the team. So I don't. It didn't seem like a problem in Philly. I know there were some problems, but not not to the extent that they were mm-hmm. in um, either Chicago or Minnesota. I think Jimmy just wants to win. And as long as he's around guys who want to win, and if you look at the makeup of the Heat right now, it's a bunch of guys that want to win and, and work hard. So I think it'll be fine. I, I don't. Uh, if you look at again, I don't think Josh is going to be here. But if you look at the way that Josh and Justice and Bam and DJJ took to Dwayne, um, I, I don't know why they wouldn't take to Jimmy in a similar way, as long as Jimmy is putting it out there and there's no question he shouldn't. And let's just be honest. And, you know, I'm Dwayne Wade, Homer, number one, Jimmy Butler's a better player at this stage than Dwayne Wade was last year. Right. Oh, yeah. So, right. So the reality is that, you know, they're going to see Jimmy do it on the court. Now, do I have concerns? We've addressed these on previous pods. Do I have concerns about the, the salary 
down the road? Yes. Do I have concerns about the miles with Tibbs? Yes. Do I have concerns about the three-point shooting, which I think is something he's going to need as he ages, and he's just simply not that good at it? Yes. Okay. All of those are legitimate. But the Heat are not a position now. You know, beggars can't be choosers, and I don't know that they're quite beggars. This is not the star I would necessarily pick to restart this thing, but they need a star. And, and I, I wrote this in the column again, and you and I did this exercise. If you go down to 30 teams right now, you will not find another team in the league, okay, that is in a worse position in one respect, a player with top-end potential. There is no – go to Atlanta. They have players with top-end potential. Memphis mm-hmm. has players with top-end potential. The Knicks have a player with top-end potential and the potential to get more, although I think they're going to pretty much strike out and end up overpaying middling guys again. But, but look – Terry Rozier. Terry Rozier is a perfect example, right? I mean, Tobias Harris would be a perfect example. Yeah, they're going to get the, Tobias Harris and Terry Rozier to max contract. I, I, and, and that's – right. Well, and they, won't, they won't max Rozier, but I, Rozier – and I mean, how many point guards – has, has the Knicks gone through in the last three, four years, and they're going to end up settling on Terry Rozier, who's regressed. I, I just – but the Heat don't have – there are 29 teams with a higher-end, top-end player than the Heat. And, well, and yeah. you, can't, you can't operate like that in free agency because, uh, you know, players – we talk about players want to know how they're going to be used. Players want to know who they're playing with. Look who's recruiting for the Heat right now. Dwayne Wade. Look who's recruiting. It's still Dwayne. It's still and, Dwayne. And he can now because three <laughs> of those, you know, arcane, you know, uh, tampering rules now. So they've unleashed him or he's unleashed himself. And that's great. But you can't have Dwayne Wade being your recruiter forever, man. Like eventually that fades and they know that. So you bring in Jimmy to say, you know, this is how we're going to operate. And the other thing, you've talked about this. It's seamless from a culture standpoint. They can keep the culture thing, all right, that they love so much. But at least they have a player with higher upside than Rodney Magruder. Uh, to sort of enforce and Tyler Johnson to enforce that culture. All right. And, and so stars in the, in the modern NBA respond to other stars. Okay. It's not about uh, like you said, rings on the table and all that stuff. It's about what is this guy done in the league? What can this coach maybe help me do to get to that level? And what can me and this guy do together? That's what it's about. And so uh, for me, it, yeah, Pat has to sell something. He has to sell a vision. Uh, but I, I do think, and I wrote about Pat because it's the most convenient place to go, but I, I really think it's, it's about a lot of ways about, about Spolster. Now let's get into some of the specifics of this. And then after a break, we'll kind of get into some of the other things that are going on in free agency. Um, it is uh, the people I've spoken to who are connected to Philadelphia have told me that the player that they like with the heat that they think fits them is Josh Richardson. And I made and not justice. And that may- this show is sponsored by better help. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today 
to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Miami Heat. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Makes sense because Justice, I don't think, can play with Ben Simmons. And yeah, Justice is too much like Ben Simmons. He's too much like Ben. Josh is a perfect fit as your third or fourth guy uh, who's going to defend, who's not going to demand the ball, who can play off of the ball. You've talked about how you want him doing that more often. He really fits nicely next to Ben Simmons. He'll be a very effective player. For the, um, the numbers, I, I think it was Christian Hernandez uh, from Heat Beep. The numbers for him on uh, isolation and pick-and-roll ball handler mm-hmm. are terrible. Mm-hmm. But off screens, spot up, and cuts to the basket, he, he, his numbers are off the charts. Right. So it it just backs up what I think we said in the last podcast that uh, Josh Richardson's wait, wait, he needs to be off the ball, right? He and and on playing with Ben Simmons, honestly, you put Josh Richardson on that team, I think they're dangerous. I, do I really do. Like I almost don't even want them to get Josh. Because I hate Philadelphia. You know I hate the Sixers. I almost don't want them to have – I don't want to look at Ben Simmons, Josh Richardson, and and, and Embiid on the other side of the floor, and let's say they keep Tobias Harris or they pick somebody else up. That is a good lineup. Like, they work – they fit very well together. They do. And and with Justice, they don't. And I've heard that this is the guy that they want. So the question becomes, how do you make the money match? And then also, uh, you know, what is it? What's the second piece that they want? Now, I've heard they, they're not interested in Dragic. So, and, which surprised me a little bit because I think Dragic would also be a good fit off of Simmons. But there's also, there's reports that they do want Dragic. Yeah, I, not the people I've talked to. I mean, I, okay. I, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. I mean, I think Goran could end up with a third team. Uh, I know that our, our lefty life, uh, Greg Sylvander, has kind of put Dallas out there. And then there were some reports out of Dallas that confirmed that that they could be the third team. I think Dallas is sort of the easy place to go uh, for a lot of reasons. I mean, one, they, they can absorb it, but also, also obviously, they have his former international teammate um, from Slovenia in Doncic there, and he loves Luka. And he was talking – I mean, I, I had him on a, on a radio show with him talking about how Luka was going to be the next star in the NBA, uh, and, so, and they have a very close you know, sort of big brother, little brother relationship. So I, I get it, and they desperately need a point guard. So, so Goran, yeah. for a lot of reasons, I mean, playing with Porzingis and Luca, they might be the best offensive team in the league, actually. So I, I just think that uh, that makes a lot of sense, and that's a possibility. But I, I guess, I, to me, it's not really about where the pieces go for the Heat. It's about the pieces they give up, right? So if Josh is going to be the primary piece, I think all of this for Heat fans really comes down to, uh, are you going to have to trade Bam or not? And, you know, can you get away with trading Olenek or Dragic even if you don't give up another piece. And then, because if you give up, I think, you know, that's the line for a lot of fans. I think if it's, if it's Josh and Bam, then you better have a plan to get rid of one of these other contracts, like a Whiteside or a James Johnson and bring in another piece because otherwise. Well, yeah, exactly. Out of your yeah. If you're, if you're losing two of the kids, right. That, and you, you know, my position on this, I'm okay with standing firm and just letting some of these, uh, these contracts play out and preparing yourself for 2021. But I'm, and I'm also, listen, I'm also okay with the Jimmy Butler signing. Like if, if you feel like Jimmy's the right guy, 
Um, you feel like I really want to know what's the next step after Jimmy, because like you said, Jimmy puts you a player away from being a player away. And I've always felt that about Jimmy. But the problem is I, I don't also don't see a path to doing another move before 2021. So it's two years of Jimmy's prime uh, where he's just surrounded by, you know, young uh, young players. And it's going to be a fun team to watch, but I don't really see championship uh, potential. But if you're going to give up uh, Josh and Bam, like you're going to, you're going to have some explaining to do to the fan base. And I'm just, be, I mean, to being completely honest, like the fan base and me included is going to be apoplectic. Like, what are you doing? Because what are you, now that now, what are you bringing Jimmy into? You're bringing Jimmy, Jimmy justice and Hassan, you know, we're not, <laughs> I don't think it's going to be uh it's, that's not a huge selling point. Well, it's all a leverage thing right now. So I, I think, I, I don't see why they would have to, honestly. I, I, cause Look, I just don't view Houston as a credible threat. I never have, and I do less now. I, 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 I don't see them as a real fit. Now, the, the one team I've heard about, and I know the Clippers have come up, but the other team I've heard about is that the Lakers could get involved in this, but they seem to be going after D'Angelo Russell, and that would basically take up the rest of their cap space. So if you take them off of the table, you're looking at the Clippers, you're looking at Houston, and you're looking at him just basically either re-signing with Philadelphia if they give him the fifth year, which may be some of what this is about, right? Uh, but I don't think they're going to. I, I, I wouldn't say 100% no, but I don't think they're going to with everything else that they have committed. And so, uh, and they have to commit with Simmons' deal coming up. And so the other thing is Philadelphia just deciding we'll take nothing for him. I, but I don't see that as credible either. Um, yeah, why, I, I, I don't understand. Why would they do that? Like, well, I, I, I mean, it, it just might make sense for them to just clear the space. I mean, particularly if they bring in, if they keep Tobias and then just sort of stay flexible. I understand it. You know, Elton Brand's a new GM, and I, I talked about this yesterday. It's just crazy how things come around. You know, Pat Riley made an offer sheet to Elton Brand in 2003. Didn't get him, but there was a plan after the plan. And after Sterling matched the brand offer sheet, he gave one to Lamar Odom. Sterling, Donald Sterling didn't match that one, the Clippers owner. And Odom ended up here, and Odom became Shaq. Shaq wins the title with Wade for, uh, for Riley, and now Riley is trying to get Wade's guy by negotiating with Elton Brand. So it's just crazy how long packs are around and, and how, how all this stuff happens. Do, do you think a pick is going to have to be involved? Yes, I do. I, I do think a pick's going to have to be involved. Yeah, I, to me, like, a first-round pick is going with this deal, and that's why if you're losing a first-round pick, you cannot lose two of the kids. Right, I agree. I, I think, I, to me, it's, it's two of those three things, right? It's, it's two of the kids and no pick, or, and, or one kid and one pick, and I, I think one kid and one pick makes more sense. And we keep referring to Josh Richardson as a kid. I mean, he's going to be 26 this season, so – and, the, and the prime of his career. Josh is one of the – the reason I'm okay with giving up Josh, it's not that I think Josh is a bad player. I think Josh is a very good player. I think Josh next to Justice um, with Bam on the floor is a very good – I mean, their on-off numbers are great when the three of them are on the floor. Um, but Josh, if, if your plan is having all this cap space in 2021, Josh is going to opt out and want a big contract. Right. So and I don't know if Josh even fits into the plans – after 2021 well i think they're evaluating that and also uh, you know is he a maxed out player i mean he played a lot of ball in college and he's 26 and i i don't you know i think his improvement last year he, there was improvement but a lot of his improvement was really just you know reps and and uh and usage it wasn't necessarily that certain parts of his game got that much better and i i think there's places he can get better around the margins at this point 
but I don't know that there's an upside leap like we might see from Justice and certainly from Bam. To me, that makes a little different. And we're going to talk about the rest of free agency, some other things that might happen today when we come back. But first, I want to tell you about our newest sponsor. It's Magic City Casino. We're excited for The High. That's J-A-I at Magic City this summer. The High is putting a brand new spin on a classic Miami experience. They'll have unbeatable drink specials, a live DJ, indoor lawn game area, live high lie, and so much more, which includes us probably doing some podcasts from out there. Also, the guys from Balls Cast and Five Rings Canes. The High is going to be Miami's newest hotspot on Friday and Saturday nights. Mark your calendars to live the high life starting on July 19th. And if you're going to drive there, we recommend you get a car from Doral Toyota, where you can find all of your favorite Toyota models, whether you're looking for a new, used, or certified pre-owned vehicle. Doral Toyota is located at 9775 Northwest 12th Street, just a few blocks from International and Dolphin Malls. If you experience the Doral difference, you'll know you get four years of complimentary maintenance and roadside assistance on all new vehicles. In-house financing is available for credit-related issues. If you mention five reasons when you call 305-680-1129 or come into the dealership, you'll work directly with a dedicated manager, not a salesperson. Unlike other dealers, Doral Toyota prides itself on an honest and transparent buying process. That's Doral Toyota, DoralToyota.com, or stop in at 9775 Northwest 12th Street in Doral. All right, let's talk about some of the rest of free agency here just beyond the heat, Alf. So there's all this talk about how Kawhi and KD are going to choose a destination together now. If that's the case, it's not Toronto, right? So, <laughs> right? So, so where is that? Is that the Clippers? Is that the Knicks? It looks like Kyrie's going to the Nets, so it's not there. I think it's the Clippers. I really do. I, 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 those, if those guys want to play together, I don't see it happening in New York. Um, they've just proven themselves to be such a trash franchise. Like, I, <laughs> I, I, I was trying to think of a better word, but trash franchise is actually, uh, I think, the, the most descriptive and the most on point. I, I don't, you see it time and time again. Nobody wants to play there. Right. I, they're going to get, they're going to get, like we said, Tobias Harris and Terry Rozier. And honestly, I, I maybe I'm going to be wrong and I wouldn't even mind being wrong because honestly, the Knicks being good is good for basketball. Right. Um, but two it's been good so teams. Long, I don't even know. We, I don't even think we know what it looks like at this point. Exactly. Exactly. Like what's the last, I mean, Latrell Sprewell, like what, what, I mean, well, I guess in the uh, finals in 99 under Van Gundy, which 20 years. And then the next best team was the Mello and uh, Amari Stoudemire teams that did nothing. One round, one round team, basically. Yeah, um, but you know, I want them. I want them to. I, I think they're going to go to the Clippers. But here's an issue: the you're going to maybe have the three best teams in the league, or uh, I mean, seven of the biggest stars in the league, all in California. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's good for the league at all. I agree. Um, that the 10 o'clock, 10.30 p.m. games on the East Coast, like, mm -hmm. it's just – it's not good for the league if there's that much concentration of talent in one state. That's why I don't mind if – I, you know, I, I like some of the Nets talk. I like the Knicks talk. I, I don't I, – I don't – just for the sake of the league and for, the, for my sake as a basketball fan, I don't want to have to stay up to 10.30 to watch those guys play basketball. No, no doubt. All right, let's do this rapid fire here because I've got a couple minutes left. Uh, just give me good fit, bad fit, real quick. Kyrie Irving to Brooklyn. Uh, good fit. I actually, you know, they got a lot of young guys. It's another Celtic situation. But yeah. no, I th I think good fit. I think uh, he's going to be happy there, happy in that uh, 
happy in that city, happy in that arena. I, I think it's a good fit. He's never happy. I'll just tell you that from covering. Oh, sorry. But, but, uh, <laughs> but I, you know, I, I do think it's a good fit. And he always wanted to be in New York, and that's where his dad's from. And I, I, I get it. Kemba Walker leaving Charlotte for Boston, looks like. Desperation move, bad fit. I don't see how they're better. I mean, I don't see how they're better with Kemba than they were with Kyrie. It's a, I, I just, yeah, bad fit. D'Angelo Russell back to the Lakers, potentially. Good fit. I, I really do. I think it's a good fit. I don't – I worry about I, – I wonder about that defense. Um, I really think a guy that they need to make a play for, in my mind, is uh, they need to convince D'Angelo Russell and Danny Green to split up that money. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's, that's, that's strong. They need a guy like Danny Green, 3 and D. They need shooting. Yep. Um, so, and he's a pro. And he's a pro. Like, he's not a guy you worry about. He gets himself ready. Um, I mean – LeBron can't deal with kids anymore. It's just clear. Like he, LeBron needs- would love to play with a guy like Danny Green. Yep. Come on. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Well, Danny Green is a little like, in some ways, not quite the same player. A little like Shane. Yep. You know, I was gonna say three and D guy. In his approach, um, and so that that will uh, you know that'll go a long way. And also, last one: Do we think Clay Thompson stays in Golden State? Yes. Yeah. I, I think, think that's a done deal. I, I think so too. I think they bring them back and, uh, and then we see what happens with Draymond in a year who I, I think could be a real heat target in a year. Uh, I got a question for you. What about Boogie? Where's he go? Uh, I think two years, maybe, uh, you know, not max, but maybe close to max. Somebody takes a, a shot on him. Um, but Boogie looks, but Boogie feels like a Nick to me. I, I don't know. I mean, he just, he feels <laughs> like the, right. I, right. It feels the like next, an the new Zach Rand, Yeah. I, it, it feels like – I know they like Mitchell Robinson, but it, he feels feels a little like a Nick to me. But I, I don't know. I mean, look, there were signs from Bookie at the end of the season that, like, it's still in there. But Achilles injuries, man, they take a long time to come back from. And then, you know, they don't even get into the attitude problems he had before. So, not sure. All right, so we're going we're gonna to pod more as we go forward. Uh, we'll be monitoring the Jimmy Butler situation. I do recommend you follow at 5 Reasons Sports on Twitter and also 5 I'll be posting stuff throughout the day as things happen. But I, I think, you know, if I was to put a, a percentage on this, I say there's a 60% chance that Jimmy Butler is going to be with that him. That high? Yeah, I do. Oh, wow. I do. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't think they've come this far on this, knowing what they know, if they don't think they have The any- flirtation has been too real for too long. Both sides. Both sides. <laughs> it's like, come on, seal the deal. Yeah, both, both sides. Just get married already. <laughs> yeah. we'll hire, hire a good divorce lawyer. All right, we'll, uh, we'll oh, talk God. to you soon. <laughs> Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.